0: Madison's Alternative, 106.7, The Resistance. This week on the Disruptor Series, I'm talking to Brian Fallon from the Gaslight Anthem. Hello. Hello. We are so excited you guys are back after a pretty big hiatus. Can you tell us what prompted the reunion?
1: Well, I think we just kind of had uh, some new ideas for music and just kind of had a desire to do like what we do again and sort of figured out. You know, kind of, you you got to have, like, the inspiration to do it or else, you, you know, you, you kind of fumble your way through it, I think. And I think a lot of people sort of push past that when they maybe should not.
0: Did you see a reunion in the future when you guys decided to take a hiatus?
1: I'm not sure. I mean, I think we were all, like, hopeful. I mean, I wouldn't say that I could see it. You know, if you could see it, you probably wouldn't take a break. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. You guys have really jumped right into the reunion you've been all over the world touring like crazy this year you're wrapping up with four hometown shows in jersey and those are the only shows scheduled so far for after the album comes out do you plan to hit the road again next year when fans have had a chance to learn all the new songs
1: yeah we'll we'll uh, we'll definitely do a whole thing next year and like make sure we get everywhere
0: so is this kind of like a reintroduction tour I don't
1: think so. I think it's like a come to places we haven't been in a really long time tour.
0: And these shows, you have been playing some of the new songs. We've heard a few of them so far. How has the reaction been?
1: Oh, I think that you would have to tell me. I mean, for us, we we think it's great.
0: Your new album, History Books, comes out October 27th. The first song we heard was Positive Charge, and that was one of the first songs written for the new album, right?
1: Yeah, that was one of the, the first... I said to myself, I was like, I'll call the guys if I can write four songs I feel can hold up to, you know, the rest of the songs in the, you know, in the catalog and they feel like they're Gaslight Anthem songs. That was my first goal because I didn't want to call them and be like, yeah, I have this great idea because, you know, when you have an idea, it it could be anything. But when you actually have something that's, uh, you know, tangible, you can send it to them and say, hey, uh, here's some songs I wrote. What do you think?
0: Can you tell us how that song came to fruition?
1: Sure. I mean like I mean it started with just the beginning uh music just kind of sitting on the on the couch and you know it came out when any other song comes like I just kind of start writing lyrics like just a bunch of lyrics and um, I you almost some people write you know they say you write to find out what you're thinking not to put down what you already know you're thinking. You know what I mean? Mhm. And then you just find the pieces that You know, if something jumps out at you or speaks to you, you you kind of sort of grab onto it and you could say like, oh, you know, like that, that sounds like something I need to expand on. Or, you know, maybe that sounds like a song or it has like a musical quality to the phrasing of it or something like that. But but oftentimes it's really hard to just sit there and be like, "Okay, I'm going to write a song because that's like saying I'm going to create magic right now. Go. (laughs) It's really bizarre. I mean, it's not, it is beyond me. I mean, I've been writing songs most of my life, but it is still, there's an element of the divine in it. You know, you can't, we're just fumbling around here, like making music, which is crazy because it you know moves people. And how do you do that?
0: So you said that you had the intention of writing four songs for the Gaslight Anthem. How is that process different than when you just have an idea and you kind of flow with it? or something that you' like do you sit down with intention to write songs for your solo project or anything like that or is it just like is there a vibe or what do you need to do to be intentional with that
1: well it's crazy because sometimes like you know you I I generally couldn't say one song from another project to another but what I w- what I would say is that like it, it's sort of whatever I'm inspired to do at the time so it's almost like that's the part that I control like what it is you know and I know that certain songs can't really be like one of the songs I wrote the empires that was like a real acoustic kind of like finger picky song and then you know when I brought it to the band and I was like I you know I want to do this song because I wasn't working on it like that would have been a prime example of a song that would have been like a solo song had I been doing that but you know I kind of put all my eggs in whatever basket I'm working on at the same at that time you know what I mean
0: so do you end up with leftovers after an album where you're like actually i kind of want to take that one for myself here
1: no because what what i was kind of saying is like if i'm only working on the gaslight anthem if there's a song that shows up that kind of would normally be a like a solo tinged song i'll i'll just kind of wrench it into place with the <laughs> band we you know we have a we have a good way of uh kind of making a song anything you know because and I think we we left a pretty wide path for ourselves early on where we did, you know, our first album was pretty, you know, it was like pretty fast songs and like a punk album, but we, we still did acoustic songs because we wanted to leave that lane open for ourselves so that there doesn't have to be like the band and then the solo thing and then whatever, you know, it's like th- there could just be one thing.
0: When you reached out to the band, because everybody's been kind of working on their own stuff during the hiatus, were they all on the same page? Were they like, you know what, we're ready to...
1: Yeah, everybody was ready to do it for sure.
0: So, what's happening with those other projects now that you guys are full time back with the Gaslight Anthem?
1: Uh, well, for me, I mean, I don't, I, I can only do one thing at a time. So, for me, I'm not, I don't have anything else going on right now. Um, which is not to say, you know, I don't play acoustic shows from time to time. Like if somebody wants me to play, sometimes I'll do it, but not. At all. I wouldn't do it as like a full time thing. Um, I think the other guys still have other projects going on that they they work on still.
0: You said you would like to work on one thing at a time. So, some people find a lot of inspiration when they're on the road. Is being on the road just about practicing for the show tonight, getting ready for everything that's coming up? Or do you ever find yourself writing new stuff on the road? Yeah, I, I do.
1: I do write stuff sometimes on the road, but I don't like, I don't know if I necessarily find the road inspiring anymore, <laughs> but um, most of the time I find it extraordinarily boring. Try to keep myself busy is the name of the game. But I do have a lot of time to think. So there's times there where I can like, you know, work on a new idea or like maybe a new ideal will come and then I'll work on it more when I get home or whatever.
0: While you've been staying busy, have you had any highlights over this last massive tour?
1: Yeah, I mean, we've met Emily Wolf and and she's been playing a lot like with us for the last tour and we got our friend Donovan Woods here with us. It's mostly people. That's the, the highlights. It's like the people that we've met. Don't yeah. really make it out to like too many places. Like it can't, we, we don't go out, you know, we're busy enough to not be able to go anywhere, but not busy enough not to be bored.
0: This isn't your first time in Madison. Is there anything that you wish you could do while you're here?
1: Yeah. I wish I could get a job on the Green Bay Packers, really, because <laughs> contracts are brilliant. I, could, I, could I mean, five years I could do and be set for life. <laughs> yeah. So if you know anybody, <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm sure I could take a few hits, maybe not a yeah. professional football hit, but... Give it a shot.
0: Are you a, an NFL fan? I am. Who's your team?
1: Well, you know, my family's team is the Jets, but I like the the San Francisco 49ers.
0: Oh, interesting. You went to the other coast.
1: Yeah, you know, I sometimes I just it's I get attracted. It's the gold rush, you know what I mean? You, you gotta um, move west, young man. You know, and, and, and Yeah, 49ers. I like the 49ers.
0: All right, now back to the album. The title track of History Books features Bruce Springsteen. Can you tell us about making that happen?
1: Uh, well, he he made that happen. I'll be honest with you. He, we we were talking, you know, kind of about the mechanics of putting like a band back together after so long, and like you know, there's just there's a lot of details to it. So, um, you know, and he had done it in the '90s with the East Street Band, and then after that, he texted me and he was just like, "You should write us a duet." And I was like, uh, yeah, I was like, no problem. I'll write a, write a ballet while I'm at it. You know what I mean? And uh, (laughs) I'll write a, write a a song for, you know, Jimi Hendrix to solo over. Sure. (laughs) No problem. Um, So I just, you know, I was like, okay, sure. Cause you say yes, that's what you do. That's the rule. You just say yes. Even if you can't do it, say yes. Yeah. I just went and I said, you know, I can't, I can't deal with that. I'm just going to write the songs and I'm not going to worry about it at the end of it when we had all the songs we just we just said which one do we think bruce would sound good on and which one do we think he would like and we we took history books and sent it to him and he was like yeah i was like this is great i'll do it and then he recorded it in um dublin
0: oh wow yeah was history books one of those first four
1: no it was one of the first ten okay (laughs) because <laughs> there are 10 songs on the record. Uh, History Books was probably, like, it was a little bit later, actually. Like, History Books was one of the, like, maybe the final run.
0: Did you pick that song as the title track before Bruce Springsteen was on it? Yeah. So how does that represent the album?
1: Um, you know, I just think it sounds cool. Okay. I'm just uh, going to say that right away. It's just that uh, it doesn't really represent the album, um, but it uh, it just sounds cool. So thought it was a very cool title that you could be like, ah, oh, history books. What's that? You know, and I'm not really sure about anything else. Sometimes it just sounds cool,
0: and that is what matters a lot of times. I mean, you don't want something that sounds like every other album title where somebody's like, okay, which band did that one?
1: Right, exactly, exactly. And we didn't want to call it Spider Bites because that's weird.
0: <laughs> it might turn some people away.
1: Yeah, arachnophobia. I guess. <laughs>
0: Are you looking forward to having the time off after the album comes out? Like the tour ends at the same time and you kind of just get to to see what happens with it and then relax?
1: Yeah, it's cool. I mean, relax is a tough word because it might not be like that. You know, you know
0: Yeah.
1: It'll, but but yes, yes, it would be nice to be home during that time. I do like being home during that time of year,
0: well, especially since New Jersey isn't exactly the, the best place to travel In the winter, along with the Midwest.
1: (laughs) Yeah, a little bit of snow, a little bit of snow.
0: Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today.
1: Yeah, thanks for for doing it. I appreciate it. Good luck with the football.
0: (laughs) Thanks. You too.
1: Thank you. All right. (laughs)